0: Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. We're on there. Back.
1: Well, party's starting early today, isn't
0: it? Tomorrow, a early break with Sip and J. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 937 The Ticket and the Ticketfm.com.
2: I just received a text on the text line from Doc, D-O-C-K, that pretty much is like he, he was reading my mind and what I want to talk about here. On the rundown, I have, I have, I have does Tennessee's rise this year give right. you Nebraska hope they can make a comeback? Does Illinois' rise? Same. Well, how about this text? I didn't even say that before the break. Doc was reading my mind. Ready for this text from D-O-C-K, it's good Doc? to hear from D-O-C-K. Here we go. This is what Doc said. Without me even teasing this before the break, doc says this, the success of Tennessee and Illinois and Purdue this year really should make people step back and think about how big of a dumpster fire this program was under Frost. Mm-hmm. The Pro- Nebraska football program pumps more propaganda out about the football team to change narrative more than the U.S. government on other things. Mm-hmm. Well, but, I don't know about all that, okay, but wait. I... Yeah. Well, I the mean, was promising
1: if you get the right guy, you're seeing, I mean, think about, think about what's happened at Illinois and we can talk about Tennessee too, but think about yes. what's happened at Illinois, how quickly that has changed, how quickly Brett Bielema has come in there and put his, put his personality on the program. Illinois got the right guy. Yep. Okay. And it looks like Tennessee has too. it looks like it. It's early. I mean, it's just year two. Beat it's Alabama. Both, both these guys. Yeah. But it does look like it. I mean, I'm not as in tune with Tennessee as I am with Illinois. But Bielema has already sort of put his personality into that program. And in that, that they are a tough running team. And they play tough, hard-nosed defense. And see, what I've always said is usually those go hand in hand. If you're a good running team... You see it every day. The defense sees that every day in practice. The practices have to be physical. They have to be physical. If you have a physical offensive line and a physical running game, a physical running back like Chase Brown, then what's that do? Every day in your defense is, is – think about what the defense has to deal with every day in that situation, right? Yes. That's why, I mean, now we're getting to the part of the conversation that's maybe a little more meaningful. Jake shouldn't we be emphasizing a little bit more on early break the need to get a, a coach that coaches like that, that coach, like Aranda coaches like that. Um, Aranda is very trenches oriented, tough. Bielema is that way. Cause if, if you're going to win in this league, the big 10, that's the way it's got to look probably. Now, Brom doesn't look like that, really. No, no. he did run it. They did run it, but yeah. they don't run it very often. They no. don't run it like that very often. Brom is really good, but I don't. I don't look at Brom like I look at Bielema. I like Bielema better. Uh, his
2: offensive line is just ridiculous right well,
1: now. Well, he develops off. He develops offensive lines very well. I, I, I
2: just kill to see that Nebraska right. to get some NFL players. It's hard to, to find.
1: Them. I think it's I, my my inkling is it's difficult to find head coaches who specialized in offensive line. Now, there's three that come to mind, Bielema, Bill Callahan, and that guy at Arkansas. Okay.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, Sam Pittman. Sam Pittman. Sam Pittman.
1: Offensive line coach. There's others. Now, there's others. People will chime in on, a ch- on the text line probably. There's others. Matt Campbell. Yeah, yeah.
2: Offensive line coach yeah. in the past.
1: yeah. So I'd like that picture. Now, I, I mean, and maybe what, what we're getting at here is I would like a more of a run-first coach. Okay? I would. I'm not. That's that's it. I, I, I said it. I'd prefer something that looks like Illinois right now. If you could say we're going to have a big, ornery offensive line like Michigan, a big, ornery offensive line like Michigan or Illinois, or Wisconsin in the past, and we're going to put we're going to put a big, strong running back or two or three behind that line. That's what I want to see. That's what I would. I, I think we've got to get back to that. So we got to quit now. Lance like me. La- yeah, I don't know. Lance fits Run that. The ball. Yeah, Lance fits that a little bit. A little. It's not quite as quite as simple as that. Um,
2: and, and we're saying that by the way, as Nebraska has a PFF, the number one receiver in the country. Well, I, who I, and number I, and one receiving yards. Nebraska's three and four as a football team. Right. Though. I tip my cap to that. Right. And it's a great... You can still have that. Sure, that'd be awesome. You, you know, can still have thinking that. Thinking about back in the day that Georgia Tech was a triple option attack, and they had Calvin Johnson. Right. They had Demetrius Thomas. Well, Demary- ne- sorry, Demarius well, Thomas.
1: Or well, when me. Nebraska had Irving Fryer. Yeah. They you ran, can do it. They
2: ran the ball mostly, but they had exceptional talents. Well, they had the it's hard number, to get those They guns.
1: had the number one pick, and Irving right. Fryer was the number one pick.
2: Yeah, it's hard to to get a... Receiver like that at a running school, but but that's
1: now 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 is that what Mickey would be here? Well, I don't know what Mickey would be here in in, in this in the context of the conversation we're having right now.
2: Well, he was a you know he's a former quarterback. He was a receivers coach at LSU and mm-hmm. in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. He wants to probably throw the ball.
1: I don't know. He was at LSU. Well, yeah, they threw it. They threw the ball.
2: They ran it though. They, <laughs> they did. Well, yeah, but they Joe Burrow had sixty touchdown passes. Right. But one. they had Clyde Hilaire. That his name? Edward Hilaire. Yeah. Edward Hilaire. They ran it, but passing was their forte.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what Mickey would tell you on that. That'd be a good question for him. I mean, some guys are going to give you the well, "we're going to do whatever it takes to move the ball." I don't. I don't like that. I never really like that response. I'd like the response of "we're going to be big and strong and ornery up front, like Michigan." Like Michigan. I'm going to keep then. saying Michigan. Michigan put 418 yards on Penn State. Rushing, yeah,
2: not total rushing.
1: Rushing, okay, that's a big, big offense, strong offensive line at Michigan. It's kind of causing Nebraska a lot of problems. I mean, that's that's what I I'd, I'd want my head coach to say. We're gonna we're gonna be big and ornery up front, and we're gonna run. We're gonna be able to run the ball. Now we're not going we're not gonna be only a run team.
2: I yeah, mean we're going to have play
1: action. We're going to have good receivers, good tight ends.
2: What's weird though is Nebraska has some huge guys in the offensive line. It's just not working. Uh, I mean, they've got behemoths. They've got massive 6-9 yeah, guys. They're mashers. I thought they'd be better run blockers. Right. They've got huge guys, so it's not like you you've got a bunch of small dudes running the offensive line. You've got No, they're big, big mashers. It,
1: they're big mashers. But they're
2: just not it's not working. No. It's not working. Well, it's not working. They scored 37. They, they did and because Casey got a little bit of time, mm-hmm. I'm talking a little bit. Second half, After, he was getting protection. He did, and he also was running more. He'd, he'd run out of the a little bit, try to buy some some time. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, let's see. From the text line, let's see. Someone says, "Yeah, let's get back to power running." Yeah, well, I like power running. Works for a lot of teams. Yeah, we agree on that in this show. We this is a run the ball show. It, it, but what, it but we appreciate and we love Trey Palmer. I lo- and I love Marcus Washington. Yeah. Like I'm not Oliver saying Martin. deny the past, no. but, but no, I'm not at all. But we saw an incredible performance by Trey Palmer that was just it was going to be hard to win because the defense could not get off the field because oh, Purdue Purdue just kept getting first down. You can help
1: me out with this. The team in the NFL that I
2: watch and I
1: think, "Oh my god, that's the perfect offense is Tennessee." Because it's a big running back, Derek they, and, and what do they do? Play action. And then they do play action, and they recruit bigger receivers that can get balls downfield in play action game, right? Yep. They don't recruit them.
2: They sign them. But and at Tennessee, Do you see what I'm saying? They're really good when it matters in the postseason. They don't get to the Super Bowl, but they've gotten to the championship game a couple times. But I, that's the kind of team I like. Now you get that
1: big big offensive line with a good running game, and, they, and then go recruit receivers that can win balls downfield in, in the play action game. Big, strong receivers. That's the offense I like. Did you get it? Yeah. See, Frost didn't have that offense. He brought in those duck-R guys, those little guys that are little my guys, size. Little, little My size. I should have been more skeptical of that. He sold it well, though. He sold it well. And it just didn't – that's not the Big Ten formula. That's not what you're seeing win in a Big Ten. Ohio State, take them out of the conversation because they get, they get the talent that could run it. They get so much talent they could run about anything, right? Yeah. It doesn't. Does it really even matter what Ohio State runs? They got so they could much run a talent. Triple
2: option, I'm sure. Probably they could run. Yeah. Air raid. Yeah. They could run air fine. raid. Yeah. just fine.
1: Yeah. Michigan. I like the way Michigan plays with precision and toughness.
2: They're they're tough. I'm curious how that game goes, Michigan that, Ohio State, if they're both unbeaten at that oh, point. Oh, the, the game. The game. It's a long, it's a long ways away.
1: Don't get game. too excited yet. It's oh, over a month the away still. Yeah, that would be must watch TV. I hope I hope Michigan wins, and I can I can revisit that text you sent me. Yeah, which was what, which was are what. Are sure
2: Michigan's not beatable? Or is, yeah, is that good? Are, are, should we? Which
1: should we be saying that Michigan's unbeatable? Well, I just
2: I just would. I want you to look at last week's game against well, Indiana? Well, I would I would point to this week's game. Well, they, against maybe Penn State. they're up and down. <laughs> no, they're not up and down. Didn't McCarthy
1: They're seven
2: and zero. McCarthy threw a They're pick not six up and down. Game.
1: Hold on, they're not. Are they up and down? Harbaugh's won nineteen of his last twenty one. Is that up and does that suggest up you and down? You, you
2: get what I'm saying? No,
1: <laughs> I don't, because <laughs> they're not up and down of late. Michigan's won 19 of its last 21. That's not up and down. That is just good. I was good.
2: feeling pretty cocky for a second when Penn State had a pick six to take a 14. Yeah, you were poised
1: lead. to text me, probably, weren't you? Know, you?
2: It, it miscalculated by two at halftime. Yeah. Wow. Then they pulled away in the second half. Actually, actually, Penn State scored first. They went up 17 16, and then it was over. Actually.
1: Congratulations for Penn State holding the lead for a moment.
2: Nice. <laughs> Into the third quarter. Oh, by the way. Let's play the game show. Give us a call right now at 464 4, 5, 5 Your chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. Speaking of the Big Ten and throwing the football, not the guys throwing the ball, tight ends. Big Ten tight ends. Okay. Current ones. What teams do these guys play for? you got 14 options, basically. Yeah. Pretty much 13. I See, I'm not, not giving you Nebraska. So you got pretty much 13 options here. Thinking of your Big Ten tight ends this season, call us up 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Starts right
0: now.
2: Four six four five six eight five line is open for you, Big Ten tight ends. You pretty much have thirteen options. Do you know I'm not going to ask you Nebraska? There's thirteen teams you can choose from. This isn't that hard. I know Sip's intimidating right now. He's on a heater again. Yeah,
1: twenty-two and nine
2: is the record. I got a line. I am John Calipari. You. If you're listening on the stream, this is your chance right they now come. to call in. Here they come. Here they come. All right. If you can hear me, you're on early break. Who do we have here? This is Nate. 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 Thanks for calling. Yeah. How do you feel about Big Ten tight ends today, Nate? Not
0: the best, but we're going to give it a shot.
1: All right. That's 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 the old Nebraska spirit. They there we go. We're not the best, but
2: we're going to give it we're a shot. try. Though. <laughs> All right, Nate. Here we go. First question goes to you. What team in the Big Ten does tight end Brevin Span Ford play for? Come on Jake. Ooh.
0: Let's go with Oh gosh. 5 seconds. 5. Michigan State.
2: All
1: right. It's a good start. It's a good start. So I watched this position. game. Yeah, I watched this game. He's he's the principal weapon for this team at this point. Because they're missing their top receiver. Oh. Um, they go to this guy all the time. He's six foot seven. He's a six foot seven. He looks like he could be a very good basketball player. He goes up and gets high passes, uh, climbs the ladder. Uh, he plays for Minnesota. <laughs> there it is. After all the descriptions, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Gophers is correct. Yeah. yeah, he climbs the ladder.
2: All right, sit for the 2-0 lead. Your first actual question: mm-hmm. What team does tight end Brenton Strange play for?
1: I oh, I saw him play against. Purdue earlier this year. He caught a pass in a critical moment in the game in West Lafayette and broke a bunch of tackles, um, got into the end zone at, the a key, at a key <laughs> moment. He plays for Penn State.
2: Penn State is correct. 2-0 lead for Sip. Nate, a chance to stay alive. Your last question, what team in the Big Ten does tight end Corey Dykes play for?
0: Oh, man. Oh, man. Australia, um, Illinois.
2: That is a victory for Sip on a Monday. That would be the Maryland Terrapins for Ooh. Corey oh, sh- so,
1: now, Is he a tie-in?
2: Yes. yes. Nate, thanks for calling in. We'll get you a on the coffee, but call in down the road. Thanks for trying this morning.
0: Good game, Sip. All
1: right. Thank you, Nate. Thanks again for calling. All right. I think I would have gotten that. I think I would have had to dig deep that for Dykes. Yep,
2: he's one of he's had, he's had a pretty good year. I there. would
1: have questioned.
2: Yeah, I would have said, is he? Are they playing him at receiver? He's tight end. Okay, but he's listed in the stats and on the roster is a tight end. Okay. So I got to go with that. Okay, what else you got? What team does tight end Cade Stover play for? Oh, don't know that one. Um, don't recognize that this name is right now. A process of elimination with <clears throat> the already guessed. Right, Michigan State. State Cade Stover. Yeah, he must be a relatively new addition. He's, yeah, he's got some touchdowns this year. Okay, he's got some yards. Okay, and uh, this tiebreaker question for you. You've already won the game, so why not? How many touchdowns did Johnny Mitchell have in his two years with Nebraska as a tight end? Two years with Nebraska, tight ends for Johnny Mitchell. T- touchdowns
1: for him. yeah. Excuse me, tight end for yeah. Tight end for Nebraska, Johnny Mitchell. I remember him very well. He's one of the Nebraska's best. Players of all time, regardless of position. Um, In two years, he had 13 touchdowns. 12. Ooh.
2: Not bad. Not bad. Yes? Not bad. Played for for the Jets. Went on to play play for for the the Jets. Jets are on a heater right now, too. Playing some good football. How about that? Yeah, I mean, that's... It it, it, it can turn quickly. Who's that head head coach? It's uh, Robert Salah. Okay.
1: Salah. All right, your dolphins are. I think they're in trouble.
2: Well, the dolphins are now tied for last in the AFC East. They I do. I think you're them. in trouble. I, I don't. It diss seems my like my it's coach unra- like that. It's unraveling. It's not unraveling. They haven't. They can't keep the quarterbacks healthy. That's two straight weeks they've had a, a game plan prepared for a certain quarterback, and that quarterback lasted no longer than a quarter. And so they go back to the other guy. It's a completely different different game plan. I mean, Tyreek was great in the game. He had 10 catches for 177 yards. Waddle had good yardage, but also caused a pick to end the first half, which became a field goal for Minnesota. And then on third and 15, down by six, gets a first down and just fumbles it, and that's the game, basically. So they were in the game. Okay. And they all out-yarded Minnesota by 200, oh, by the oh, way. Oh, man. Still lost the game.
1: All right, we're going to have a spill over next. We are. What do you want to ask those guys? I think we should stick with Nebraska-Purdue takes. And what they're what, what what they
2: feel like the the biggest narrative of the bye week. Well there's your question right there. We'll have a spillover with A D and Raf next on early break in the ticket.